0: Welcome to the Lion's Nest Podcast. I'm Peggy, and I'm just a mom making it through motherhood one step at a time. Some days, our kids are amazingly beautiful, and some days, they kind of suck. But I want you to know, you're not alone. I'm going through it too, so please join me, because to be honest, I have no idea what I'm doing Before you jump into this episode, I want to make a quick note. In these early ones, you will hear me reference this podcast as the Mother Bird Podcast, but I have since changed my name to the Lion's Nest. So, any thoughts, DMs, and emails, please send them to the Lion's at gmail.com and to my Instagram at the Lion's Nest Podcast. Thank you, and I hope you enjoy. I'm, I want to talk today about something that I think we can all agree sucks. About motherhood, I think that the big i mean I guess <laughs> um I mean, let's be real, it sucks, like the very beginning, obviously, you get all of the amazing baby cuddles, and um, they're trying to figure out whether it's night or day because they just came from a place that was night basically all the time to them so they have no concept of of morning or anything and so I just feel like learning the sleep schedule sucks (laughs) you know like learning how to for yourself function and get things done and do different things and still kind of like adjust I guess um think is all really exhausting. And I, and I would, from most parents and most moms that I've talked to, I think that's the hardest part, especially if you don't have a good sleeper and that can go on for a pretty long time. And so I think that we should talk about it. (laughs) Um, I will say that for the most part with my daughter, we were fortunate. Um, I think I made it as a rule to myself when I was pregnant or before I had her really that I I didn't want to have her sleep in the bed. And that's like a personal choice for us. I know lots of women who do it and I think that's fantastic. And if that's something that you can do and be comfortable more power to you. But for my own personal opinion and reasons, like we, one, only have a queen size bed and we have two dogs in it. <laughs> so they just seem to be no, like there's barely room for us the way our dogs take up our bed. So that was something that I was like, no, I'm not gonna try that. And we had a At the time, the room we were in in our house was big enough that had our daughter's crib in it. So she was still in the room, just not in our bed. And it was like a two step walk to get to her crib. But we just literally, from day one, like, and it's kind of funny thinking about it. I asked my husband the other day, I was like, do we just like set her down in there? Like, and she's two and a half now. So how do you remember? You know, you're so sleep deprived and exhausted that you just do things at first. <laughs> and so and he was like, Yeah, yeah, we, we just put her in there. And so we would, whether it was like if we were in the living room, we either had like a pack and play or like a I don't know what they're called, like a kind of like a rocking little bassinet thing. Um and we would put her in that, we put her in the pack and play or we would put her in her crib. And that worked for us. Like, it was really nice. Like, I mean, obviously she would still cry. Oh, excuse me. (coughs) So if she would cry, we would pick her up and soothe her and feed her or change her and all of that stuff. But we always just kind of put her back in her crib. And it's really funny now because as a two and a half year old, she wakes up in the morning and... She can open her own door. So she comes into the room and she just goes, Mama, the sun came up. And I'll be like, okay, well, do you want to like hang out in my bed? And she'll say, no, I want to go to the living room. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God, like, why don't you want to be in my bed? Like kids love to be in like parents' beds. And so... She will sit there for about 15 minutes if I put on, like, a cartoon so I can, like, get another 15 minutes for myself to sleep. Um, but then eventually she's just, like, wiling out. She's like, I need to go to the living room. And she'll, like, play with the dog and stuff in the bed. And so I'm like, oh, let's get up. But I don't know if that's just because she's not a cuddly kid or if she, I, you know, she never slept with us. So she doesn't do well, like she won't like wake, like wake up, come to my bed and fall back asleep. Like she just is awake and she'll cuddle a little bit on the couch in general, but she doesn't sleep on us. She doesn't do any of that. And so I don't know if that's something that we created in her from always only having her sleep alone, but it's a work for us. And it was easy and we liked it and it was nice. And, um, I also, crying like a baby crying doesn't bother me um I I don't mind I like obviously like I don't let like a kid cry for like (laughs) 30 minutes or something like that but but I I mean the first couple weeks you pick them up every time they cry because they're hungry and stuff but after a while you know my husband would kind of freak out and if she cried like oh my god what'd she need and I just be like give her give her a minute you know like give her a couple minutes She can figure it out. She'll be okay. And I don't think he really liked that, but I think it helped because she does self-soothe really well. And she did pretty early on. And so I was like a big fan of that. And so even at like her, I don't even remember what appointment that was when she was tiny. We were taking her to the pediatrician because you go a lot when they're small. And they had said to us, like the pediatrician told us, she was like, the best thing you can do is to train yourself to give them five minutes, you know, whether it's crying or in the future when they need help with their homework or something like that. She's like, it's good for you as an adult to know, like, if you constantly go to them and like, you know, aid to them right away, they're always going to know that, oh, well, it doesn't matter. Mom's always going to do it. or dad's always going to do it. But if you just go, hey, like, give me five minutes, let's figure it out, you know, like just like cool on it for a sec. Sometimes they can figure it out themselves, which is great, or two, it'll just make them think longer, and so that also applied to, like, when she would cry, like... When my husband was still off work, before he went back, we were like, we got on a kick to like clean the kitchen or something. We put her in this little, I don't think it, I think it vibrated. It was just like a swing, but I think it just vibrated and sang and she never liked it. She hated that thing. But the first time we had kind of put her in it, she was so small and she kind of cried and he was going to like get her out. And I was like, let's just see, like give her five minutes and... He's like, oh, okay, and she was fine, you know. And then she sat there and she was totally fine. And then we cleaned, and then we moved her into something else. But it's just things like that. Like I like the crying for five to ten minutes. I'm like, okay, like that's fine. And I think there's like, from what I've heard from people transition their children from you know their bed to the crib that they do that, like they have themselves soothed for like five minutes and they check on them and things. And so I just kind of did that from the beginning. Um, I mean it still sucked because I she would so cry in the middle of the night we'd have to like get up and aid to her and do, you know, whatever she needed. And that was fine. Um, I think that's like one of the other things of why I haven't like rushed back into like having a second baby yet, because man, that the crying at the beginning part, it's still just hard and it's exhausting. Like, they cry a lot. They cry a little, like, and you're tired and you want to just go to sleep. And so I think, like, I can't imagine doing that then with also having a toddler. <laughs> so I think that's why I'm kind of like, ooh, I don't know if I'm ready. But then it's like, are you ever ready? I don't think so. <laughs> um but, yeah, I think sleep training is like a whole – everybody does it different. And I obviously just did what I thought worked for me. And it was kind of funny, actually. I remember when I was pregnant and I was telling a coworker that – I was like, I'm not going to let her sleep with me. I was like, I'm not doing it. And she was like, hmm, no you'll give in. Like, it's so much easier to ever sleep with you. Like, don't worry. Like, you'll give in. And I was like, no, I just like, don't think that's going to work for me and my family. And that's not for me. And she's like, no, watch it. You'll give in. And I, <laughs> I mean, not to be like, ha look at, I don't even work with her anymore, but, <laughs> um, it feels good to know that I didn't, you know, and then we never really did have sleeping issues. And to be fair, my daughter, like pretty early on, like started doing pretty long such stretches in the middle of the night and not to say that's from sleeping in the bed. It could be just from, because I pumped instead of breastfed, which I think helped. Um, and then, she just liked to sleep. So that's great. Oh, another thing I miss <laughs> that sucks now is she used to take like three naps a day. Oh, now we only have one if we're lucky. Oh, sorry. I was just, <laughs> I was just thinking about how nice that was. And there used to be multiple naps during the day, but I get one long Good nap, and that's fine. I mean, long. It can last anywhere from like an hour to maybe three hours if we're lucky. She's so much more active now at two and a half, you know, so her sleeping schedule is so different. And another thing I do with sleeping that probably is not a popular opinion, but for me it works. And I find it to be better. Um, I let her go to bed late. I let her stay up till like nine sometimes 10 (laughs) and I know well she's only two and a half so one there's she doesn't have anywhere to be the next day she doesn't know time you know to her she's just having fun and like having a blast but oh and we've always kind of done that like from when she was tiny like I did like I think when we would like officially like if I could put air quotes around something like officially put her to bed but for babies it's like you put them down you hope they sleep for a long period of time um, but I think I, we would, we'd put her officially to bed late, like <clears throat> nine or something like that, you know, cause we're late people. Like my husband and I, before the careers we have now, we, we worked in restaurants for years, like closing shifts. We were up late to like you know, two o'clock in the morning, if not later. Not from like, I mean, you'd work and then you'd come home and you'd just kind of be wired. And so we're we stay up late. Even now, like we have jobs. Like, I mean, his job he has to get up earlier for. We still go to bed at midnight. And we I'm pretty sure we say it weekly. We always say, We should go to bed earlier. (laughs) But it's like we're just conditioned. And so it doesn't bother us that our daughter stays up late. And my theory for me is that oh, the idea. So she goes to bed late. Maybe she'll sleep in later, and then because I don't have to be anywhere very early, hardly ever. So sleeping till nine is my dream. I want to sleep till nine, and that would be perfect every single day. That's not realistic. When you have a kid, but she used to sleep in till eight thirty every day. That was like the best. I could handle that. That was fine, but now she tends to wake up at around seven thirty seven, between seven and eight, really. Um, and that's fine. Now that she's older, I will eventually take her to the living room. And, you know, another thing I do that I don't think is a very popular opinion, but you know, I'm just going with it. Um, I let her watch TV. Like granted, I make sure I, I know what I put on for her. I don't just put on like any old thing, but, um, TV doesn't bother me. I think tablets bother me rather more than TV. I think only because it's like a closeness thing. Like they like hold it against their face and then like, that's it. But in the morning time, it's my time to like wake up, you know, whether it's I lay on the couch for an extra 20 minutes or I can get my coffee and relax or I can look at my phone, you know, I think it's important that As a parent, you find, like, your little thing, and to me, like, I don't want to do art projects right away in the morning, or, like, (laughs) I don't want to think too much, so I let her watch a movie, or I put on some, like, PBS Kids, or I put on, like, Disney um, Junior, which she likes a couple shows on, and so that to me is nice. And then we do other things during the day, you know, so it's not like she's just sitting there watching those things like a zombie all day. It's just to kind of wake up in our morning It lets her get out some energy. She runs around the living room and I kind of relax and it helps. That's what I do. And that helps me, but you know, whatever works for you is fine doesn't have to be right or wrong or this is great and this is bad like I know one of my friend's cousin she puts her kids to bed at seven every day and like we joke I'm always like dang you're strict you know because like seven o'clock it's still light out in the summer so to me I couldn't imagine I guess that's what blackout curtains are for but it just seems so early, but that's what works for her and she likes that. And maybe they're early risers. So she likes them to be up early, you know? And that's fine. I think that I just prefer to be lazy. Maybe that's my problem. I'm lazy. <laughs> um I would say it's not just me. It's not like my husband's like an early riser and stuff. Like we both tend to like we also something we talk about all the time is We love the couch sometimes, you know, it's like when you work really hard and you're really busy, you just need to relax. And I think that's nice. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so what do you guys do with your kids? Like, when did they start sleeping through the night? I would say my daughter probably slept through the night for sure. Like, really, like, because I mean, we started getting long stretches, like six hour stretches, um, when she was actually only nine weeks old. And the only reason I specifically remember that is because it was Mother's Day. And I remember waking up and my boobs hurt so bad because I didn't get up in the middle of the night and pump. And I just was like, oh, I looked at my husband. I was like, Did you get up with her? And I kind of yelled. And he was like, What? And I like ran, like ran which like the crib was like four feet from me. So I was like, quickly stepped over to her crib and I just like looked at her and she was still asleep. I think it was like eight AM and I just like couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my God. I was like, ooh what a mother's day gift to me, you know? And so after that, which was really great, you know, it wasn't every day like that, but we got like really good days where she would do that. And I remember even at four months, I read about like, Oh, there's that four month regression stuff. And we really didn't get a lot of that. You know, she would wake up at one o'clock, you know, every couple of days and that'd be fine. And I remember another thing they tell you not to do. They're like, don't let your kid fall asleep on your chest, you know, cause you could like drop them or something. I did that all the time she never fell <laughs> not once but I would like hold her and I'd be so tired I fed her and I'd go to burp her and she'd fall asleep right on me oh my gosh I'd fall asleep for at least like 20 minutes I'd be like oh shit and I'd put her back in her crib and then I would pump and then I would fall asleep pumping <laughs> I don't know why that cracks me up but I'd fall asleep pumping and um sometimes my husband would have to be like, Hey, stop on I me mean, like, oh my God. I'd be like, Oh no. I <laughs> get up and have to clean all my stuff. I mean, eventually, you know, you run out of milk, but um but yes, yeah, so that happened really early for us and we never had a ton of regressions and so that was super we we're very thankful for that. Um, but I'd love to hear what Your guys' sleep schedule was like, or what it's like now. I mean, if in, you know, because I've heard some kids don't sleep even at two. So every kid is different in what they're doing. I wonder, like, do you let them, like, play in their room so that you can, like, sleep a little? Um, Yeah, I just, I want to hear about it all. So, um, yeah, maybe next week we'll move on to more about her being two I guess you know that's more the area we're in and the crazy ass stuff she does so we'll get there Um, I also wonder like maybe I should do a little background on me specifically and before um, I had her my husband and I I don't know if I've told everybody but Here's a good reminder in case I haven't, but I've been with my husband for 11 years and, you know, it's a lot and we've had a good relationship. And so um, if that's something everybody wants to hear about, let me know. I'm here. Um, you can email me at at motherbirdpodcastgmail.com or you can. DM me on my Instagram at Motherbird Podcast, and so both of those ways are great to reach me um, yeah let me know if you have any questions or if there's something specific you want me to talk about or and that I've been through or something that you feel like sucks and we should just talk about it um, one thing that I am going to dedicate an episode to that's going to come soon is going to be about quarantine and what that was like Cause in 2020 this place it was just crazy And I think, honestly, that was what inspired me to start this podcast was quarantine because, you know, you just don't realize sometimes how hard and exhausting motherhood is until you have no outlets. You know, there was nothing to do. So um, that's to come. We're going to talk about that. So um but I want to hear from you I want to hear more from you I want to hear what you want to hear so let me know and I'll talk to you later my birdies bye-bye hey don't forget my email and my Instagram have changed since I recorded this episode my new email is thelionsnestpodcast at gmail.com my Instagram is thelionsnestpodcast